Hey everybody, welcome to a new Speculate one-shot with a portion of the Strange Friends. I am Mike Underwood, one of the three co-hosts of Speculate, along with Brandon, who is here, and Greg, aka Arv, who hosts the channel. And tonight we are going to be playing Story Brewers RPG's Fight with Spirit, a sports drama RPG. But for now, I'm going to throw it over to Brandon, who's going to be facilitating for us tonight. Hello, everyone. It is I, Brandon. We have been trying to make this game work for so long that a part of me forgets how doing speculate works. But we are indeed here. Um, I am very excited for us to actually play Fight with Spirit. If you recall, if you recall, uh, quite a while ago, I managed to facilitate a, a, a one shot of this with just Valerie, where we played a very funky digital one on one sport. That may or may not still be the lore of this world that we're about to play, but I am still very excited to play the thing. Fight with Spirit is actually a, uh, an incredible game, and I'm very excited to play it with more of the strange friends this time. And maybe next time we will get to play with everyone at some point. But for now, again, it is I, Brandon O'Brien. I am one of the co-hosts of Speculate alongside Mike and Greg, and a poet, writer, and game designer from Trinidad and Tobago. But yes... Uh, I am ready for us to talk about some things. So let's do some world building, I guess, shall we? So we can get into character creation and figure out some more about what game we're about to play. So let me see the thing. I think we've already discussed what team you will in fact be playing. If I recall correctly, we have agreed that our team is the Newcrest Neons. Yeah, I, I looking at the teams and remembering what y'all played, I was pitching the Neons and the Demons for basically the the challenges that the team has seemed like something that would be fun for us to play. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I argued that it seemed like the challenges for the Neons are sort of diametrically opposite of the kinds of challenges that we were playing around with last time in terms of, like, lacking technology, having no funding, uh, that sort of thing. Whereas this is an overfunded team where, where they're threatening to pull the funding if they don't stop losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like that. We can play more with that that relationship with funding in the story as well. So we'll see how that emerges in play. So with that in mind, we're also supposed to do some character stuff. Now that there are more of us than just two, it's actually recommended by the game that we play a team game and that all of us are playing that one team. So all of us will make characters from the Neons. But I, as the facilitator, am the person who's destined to ruin things for you. So I also get to make rival characters as well, which is a lot of work. I will, have to, I will now have to uh, be nice and be mean to you in equal measure, a thing that I've never done to you before as a GM, of course. So I'm very excited for us to get into that. So let's talk about some character creation stuff. Okay. I remember almost none of it from when the two of you played so i will have to you'll have i'll have to go from the beginning let's do it i have a bad feeling brandon has frozen and so i will start because <laughs> i actually did start filling out my character sheet a little bit and so um now that we've chosen the team uh some of the stuff that we need to pick within the team we need to decide the Sorry. team oh there you are go ahead brandon 
uh, if you were going to say a thing, please continue. <laughs> Just you had frozen. So, uh, what were, oh no! God <laughs> yeah, damn it! It's okay. I know. I know. Uh, but I was saying that we need to decide our coach, our practice area, and then our team relationships with the different teams. And so the default coach for the Neons is a coach that's been here for ten years. Now under new pressure. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. hmm. That feels consistent with the the team problem. So I I'm not. I don't feel strongly compelled to change that. Yeah, I, I I like this a lot. It definitely does have a certain kind of flavor. Like I imagine, like you know, one of those like prep schools where everything has been going very very well for years, mm-hmm. and then one year suddenly everyone's like, this this year matters. We must make that. But like, we've we've never lost a game. Principal, why are you worried about losing now? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah whereas like, now this team, it's been a while that we started losing and now we're on kind of the downslide. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I think you could have like dynasty. Cool. So <laughs> the person has been here for 10 years, one, two build, one or two building years, three or four like rise and <laughs> triumph years, maybe a, a, then a few more years of dominance. But then like sometime not too long ago, they went from dominance to placing really well to like getting knocked out of the ter- the tournament early. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that as our arc for the team. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, do this a lot. We keep just hacking it up in the last round and then next thing we know, we're out. Now what? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I guess also ends up qualifying something about your individual uh, characters as well, because it's most likely that you're either very, very new, that this is your first time on the team, or that you've played a while already and seen some of these things emerge um, beforehand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because like any of us that are, you know, sophomores or, or older and have been with the team, you know, kind of gone through a whole season of disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially anybody that's a senior, right? It's like this is your last chance with this team to make a good impression. Yeah, absolutely. And so the other question then we have to answer is what is our practice area like? And I don't feel like it's going to be teaming with film crews, actually. That doesn't, that doesn't strike me as the thing that we want. So the other options, splashed with street art and RGB lights, home to endless accelerated talent intensives, or heavily sponsored, packed with free branded gear and an inexplicable photo booth. (laughs) So I guess this gets to another thing that is probably valuable to qualify for the world building. Is this a high school team or a university team? Hmm. That's a good question. What do you think, Mike? Because some of these things work naturally for, like, even if they do seem out of place for a university team, it's the kind of out of place that you'd imagine would be foisted upon people who are about to be adults. But in a high school setting would be almost violating. Yeah, so, like, because we had talked about maybe doing another cool eSport with this Mm -hmm. group. And so I'm game to have that be college Mm -hmm. because... Also, like the funding world in esports in our world is totally wild and incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Real world esports has, in fact, gotten it wrong quite a few times. So, this looks like 
a way that it would have gotten wrong. I just wanted to make sure that we're, uh, like, I am okay with us getting it wrong in high school as well, so long as that's what we're going for. So if we're not, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like I am down for either of the alternate options. I don't feel like we should be at the center of a documentary right now. I think that the heavily sponsored one is a particular flavor. I'm more inclined to go with the street art version. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I think that, that works because it, it still presents a sense of like, oh, you know, this is cool and it's a modern team and, it, you know, the youth – but I'm curious what what we what we want endless accelerated talent intensives to mean. Yeah, I, that feels to me like they're constantly trying to find new talent, and so I would assume that would mean that we have a lot of like uh, youth initiatives, and so they're basically trying to scout by pull by by doing like summer camps, right? Okay. Where it's like you know if they're constantly running camps, that is a very easy means of scouting. Uh, for new talent mm-hmm. and recruiting to to the college team, basically. Are these camps things that people have to pay to be in? Right, because then we have a funding. the 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 organization has a funding model. It's just mm-hmm. not winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it could be a combo, right? Like having the that it's something that you pay for because you know this coach is a really good coach and has a great reputation yada yada but also there's maybe at least like one or two scholarship slots because of course they do acknowledge that you can be a really good player and not have money obviously right. so you've got like the legacies you've got the people with money you've got the scholarship kids and right. uh, that's that's not us again that's like just something that is flavor for this particular team and location and university but uh, it feels like a reasonable flavor yeah yeah, because I, I feel like, just as it is in the real world, in order to have the freedom as a space to, like, bling out your practice space, you kind of have to be assured of certain things and being one of the, either being one of the best teams or one of the best practice spaces mm. of other universities of your kind kind of reinforces that idea that people are paying for the opportunity either to be trained well enough to be comparable to your team or to train well mm-hmm. enough that they can be scouted, that they can play. So it's mm-hmm. not, so it's, so there are summer camps, yes, but there's summer camps with the intensity of NFL combines. Sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, if your child get in, gets injured, I guess that's it for them, but you already paid us. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll, they, they will still get access to the camp mixers and the one-on-ones and of course right like we accidentally gave ourselves a way to make fun of capitalism again yeah i like this a lot accidentally a way to make fun of of capitalism and a way to make fun of how broken the university system is if you aren't already very uh academically Mm -hmm. capable Yeah. yeah yeah okay so do we do team relationships next I think uh, yes. that is a good one, yeah. And so the Ashpoint Arrows is the reigning powerhouse? So the uh, choices that you have for your mm. relationships are uh, small fries. You talk down to this team, but secretly you look up to them. You wish you had their teamwork and close bonds. Mm. That feels unlikely for the reigning powerhouse, yeah. <laughs> Former teammates, many of you played with each other in out-of-school teams and you know each other's style as well. Old friendships and grudges still simmer. 
local mm-hmm. kids. You live near each other, and many of you played on the same junior teams. You have community ties that go beyond the sport. Out for revenge, you last lost you lost last year's championship to this team and want a rematch. Uh, practice partners, you've played this team so many times and know them inside out. Will it be different when it's the real thing? Or target threats, you consider each other to be the only real threats in the competition. They've earned your grudging respect. So before we do other teams, in fact, I think you should pick the one that qualifies the demons first, since okay. that's who we're going to be playing in this match. But I, I have no problem hearing what the others are, because maybe that will give us some flavor for the rest of the world as well. Yeah, so I could be good with former teammates because they could be a mirror to us, right? They could be on the other side of falling apart. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that does. I think that works well. The other options that I would have said similarly would be either out for revenge or practice or out for revenge practice partners or target threats. But I, I do like the idea that they are, like Mike said, the mirror to us. And so having them be former teammates and it's like, we went to this school thinking that we were going to be the reigning powerhouse and then whoops we we hit it just like at the wrong time basically um which is totally a thing that happens to sports teams right you go to the university you know you get recruited you go there because they have you know this amazing winning streak and you just happen to be the first year the winning streak is broken and then it never recovers in high school i did academic decathlon and without knowing i joined the year after the like dynasty national champion winning coach had retired from doing academic decathlon and so the coach for the two years that i was in academic decathlon was one of her former students who had like stepped in to be the coach because there was no successor set up and so like very different because it was academic decathlon not like physical sports but i I can relate a little bit to that sense of like expectation and the weirdness of schedules and like order of birth, right? It's like nobody chooses to be born when they are. And then sometimes your life just aggressively doesn't line up with (laughs) fate. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My, my college when I started attending had just had a run of really great football and then they decided to shift to academics. <laughs> and then the football was not so great for a little while. Ruh row. Okay. Oh Lord. So if we have demons are the former teammates. Do we want to leave out for revenge with the arrows? I think yeah, I think out for revenge is good. I I would say otherwise target threats maybe would be the other one. Target threats is you both consider each other to be the only real threat in the competition. They've earned your grudging respect. So because yeah. we're not playing a f- we're not playing the finals, so it's still good to establish that maybe there are some other teams that you're really really invested in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like small fries does work for the rising newcomers. Alternately, maybe local kids would be the other the other option. But I think that probably small fries makes more sense to me. Um, yeah. Just because, yeah. Anyway. Because we wish that we had their teamwork and close bond. And the reason that we haven't won is because something about the like team chemistry hasn't come together, right? 
Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of a cohesion issue, whatever it may be. So I think that that gives at least those two teams really clear mirroring to mm-hmm. our team in different ways. Yeah. It's cool. It's like this game is designed well. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It is. We can then switch to our actual character character stuff if we go to the characters tab. Because I think that was it for the team. So, yeah. We are both in the Newcrest Neons. We have established that. This is not really a game with positions, I think. Unless we feel like inventing positions like support or tank or something. runner and interference i don't know i feel like uh yeah since this is an esport and we have established previously that it is it bears some similarities to kind of like an overwatchy sort of game but not violent as much as just like what if football were overwatch kind of yeah Uh, like (laughs) no guns maybe no no guns yeah there might be like tank and like tank and striker or and support yeah or yeah yeah where it's it's just more like who who is who is running interference and and what kind of uh level are we playing because yeah we also established there's kind of like capture the flag style levels or um you know just payload delivery style levels and right. so yeah there there are a variety of potential strategies available to us here but i think that we can leave position blank and be okay with that but school year and age. So we're in college, but we still have to establish, like, how in college are we? Right. Because I had initially thought it would have been... Well, or rather, the thought that I had is, depending on the circumstances through which we've described the rest of the school, mm-hmm. it would be interesting either to play uh, freshmen, people mm-hmm. who are... Students who are very good, were very good in high school, joined mm-hmm. to play the game, have no idea what the relationships are mm-hmm. as a university or have developed that relationship uh, uh, between students on the high school level, or sophomores who have been invested in the university level of the game for quite some time and therefore developing those relationships on the university level right like university rivalries don't care about what high school you went to but when you're a freshman all your relationships are with high school students so yeah well with people who were in high school and you were in high school i want to word that very surely okay cool but yeah so which of those things strikes you as more interesting in that regard I think it makes sense for at least one of us to be sophomore or more established to mm-hmm. have some of that like weight of disappointment if anybody wants to play that. Yeah, I think I would like to take that one actually because I the character that I'm thinking I'm going to lean into is a very kind of like uh, eldest child family role model type of character. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, like sophomore or junior, I think for my character. And then Mike, you could take either freshman or sophomore, mm-hmm. whichever is, does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm starting to look through the traits to see which ones seem fun. Sure. There's so many fun traits and do note. So here's a, here's a game thing that you can note. There are two different kinds of traits that you can choose. Um, there are orange traits and there are pink traits. 
And depending on what kinds of traits you choose, you're going to have like different card stuff uh, that you can or can't do later, Hmm. or it gives you bonuses, or I I forget the exact mechanism of it. But so this time, I think last time I had two orange traits, but this time I have split, I've got one orange and one pink. I don't know if there's a good or bad strategy one way or the other there, but but they are separated into into those different kinds of traits. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um... Because traits come with them questions that you will ask that yeah. are related to your backstory and your connections, etc. That you only ask after we have already formed. Re- we only ask an answer after we form relationships, so we know what those things will look like in context of relationships we're already interested in. Yeah, I've, I found it on the on the sheet. So traits with orange questions create relationships with other major characters, while traits with pink questions create relationships with connections. So that is the distinction between the two. That almost makes me only want to have orange ones, actually, because then it's just me and Mike playing off of each other, um, as opposed to digging into our connections. But mm-hmm. that said, the connections can be fun because the way that we had played it last time, the connections were from the rival teams. And so that can also be really interesting to to mess around with. Yeah, I'm going to leave mine alone. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can also have... You can, only f- you can also form relationships with major characters from opposing teams, but because we were playing one-on-one, mm-hmm. there was only the one person that you could form that relationship with, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so then the relationship section, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to say I have a relationship with Mike's character. I'm going to say that I have a, I don't know, Mike, what do you want to do? We can. I'm going to let you focus on that too, but I'm going to think about like, what other stuff do we have? But... I'm going to say, yeah, if if you don't have ideas for our connections, Brandon, in terms of like rivals, then we could start making those up too. Yay. I will say, so as Mike is doing that, the two uh, traits that I have chosen, I have chosen big family, big obligations. So big family, big obligations is teach your siblings something special through your playing or outside of it. You've got a gaggle of younger siblings. For one reason or another, it's your job to care for them. You love them to pieces, but you've had to grow up faster with responsibilities beyond your years. Who babysits your siblings from time to time? What are your family dinners like? When do your siblings most need your help? Um, So that is my orange trait. And then for my pink one, I've chosen ready or not. Seize the dream you've been working towards or acknowledge you're not ready. The future you're aiming for is finally within your grasp, but you know it's dangerous and the unready are eaten up. You don't want to be one of the many chewed up and spat out. Which rival is already taking this plunge? And so if we are playing against the demons, I feel like there has to be someone from the demons team, potentially, who is, say, ready to go pro and just got signed and is just waiting for like the ink to dry on the contract before they they dip out of school, right? Because that is something that can happen in terms of sports, certainly, <laughs> where you'll have someone who is going to the university, playing at the, the college level, and then basically gets like sucked out so that they can go play pro. It tends to be more rare, I think, because it's hard to find someone at a college level who's playing at a pro level, but, uh, but it does occur. So I feel like that is a, a useful thing and my rival can also be even older than i am and so like 
there's there's that sense of if I manage to do it, then I can support my family and everything will be very cool. But then I won't graduate from college, and that's also scary. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So here's my pitch. I'm thinking of doing uh, our new captain as my trait. Mm-hmm that says heal divisions within the team or pull rank and put your foot down. I <laughs> think my character got scouted from another team. Okay. And transferred to this university as a okay. junior. And so they weren't involved in last in like the last year's disappointment, but mm-hmm. bringing in a transfer as the team captain could cause additional problems within the team, right? Because then there's somebody else who was probably expecting to get to be team captain. And then I took rival start, learn to treat your childhood rival as an enemy or find a way to reconcile. So I don't know if that's a rival on this team or on one of the other teams. How does that fit with what y'all are thinking? I feel like having the rival be on the other team makes slightly more sense to me, because it sure. depends on um, like how how big we want this team to be. I think that the team last time was about four people, maybe five. I want to say four people. Who's three? Now I'm like, it doesn't have to be a huge team, although it can be, right? Like we can have as many people as we need to. So uh, it can go either way. So I, I mean, I like all of these things. Um, I am. I went ahead and bumped myself up to junior so that we're like the same age because I feel like that's a good tension point also. So yeah, we could figure out what the Sam Melly relationship is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I think that she is definitely very devoted to the team in the sense that she sees this as a meal ticket and she is like aware that she needs to do the thing. But she is being pulled in the other direction by her family. I think that her parents have very like demanding jobs and so they are both sort of absentee parents more or less Mm -hmm. they either they like one of them travels a lot and the other works late hours and you know it's basically just like she has default become uh the sort of parent to her siblings but having to juggle the parenting role and all the practice she needs to get in is really challenging and i think that that is a good kind of conflict point where you're like listen you need to decide which of these things is more important, your family or your career, basically. It's like, give it your all or get out. <laughs> yeah, because like one way we could play the like play a relationship is like, oh, okay, is does Sam reach out to Melly as like, oh, okay, here is somebody who is clearly like invested in relationships and has a connection with more of the people on the team. I want to kind of get Melly on my side as basically like the the exo or the bosun mm-hmm. be like okay melly is the one who who has the connections to everybody on the team and mm-hmm. if if they trust melly and melly trusts me we can make this work um, i think that works yeah cuz i feel like i feel like what has probably happened by default is that she has to drag her siblings along to practices depending on what time they are being held sure. and so if she shows up with you know like three siblings of varying ages and then parks them there I think that she shows she's the person that shows up with like the the bag of snacks and right. she's got the first aid kit on hand. She's just she's got the mom purse. <laughs> yeah. Um so I might pitch if I can get Melly's trust, I'll have the team. Okay. Sounds good. 
And so then I feel like then I would describe my relationship with Sam as I, I want to pull my own weight and deserve trust. Cause I think that she is concerned about like, Oh no, I have too many things that are going on. So. Yeah. I, I realized I framed the relationship like a bond from a fortune. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure it if that works what, though. What, it works. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cause like, I like relationship prompts that are really action oriented mm-hmm. or have like a strong emotional tie. Cause I think it's easiest to bounce off of them. Um, you know, there, like there may be, there may be actually a specific way to do this because it does talk about like relationship questions and I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I got to try to find that in the, in the sheet here. Boop, boop. Where is the thing? Do, 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 do. Relationships. That's on page 19. Here we go. So the questions that are tied to your traits, you don't actually answer until you have formed your relationships. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, so is the idea to pick which questions from those traits apply to your relationship mm-hmm. people? Aha! Duh. Okay. In that case... That way you already have characters that you care about, and then you get to figure <laughs> out ways that you care about them. Okay. We might do... It might be the connections, then, that we have to put together as, as opposed to... Okay. Yeah, because we would we would have a relationship with every other person on the team, but only some of them are like the trait oriented ones. Yeah, and that it's kind of like okay, the traits don't match with the relationships. Like we we don't have you you since you're the new captain, it would potentially be like who have you taken under your wing? It's me. How would we describe it on the character sheet though? Hold on. Yeah, I feel like they're supposed to be like cross pollinating here, so we have to. Oh, we gotta redo. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna switch ready or not then for something else that is gonna make more sense. Hold on. Hmm. 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 No, that's not it. Placed too soon. Maybe I was the captain before. Yeah. Or and they, yeah. Or you were meant to be the captain. Like everybody on the team expected you were gonna be the captain. Yeah. But I have. I'm not a great captain. Like maybe that's not. Um. Let's see what are what other options do we have here? Fading joy. I think I did that one last time. In their shadow. That's a sibling one. Unless we're siblings, I don't think that's going to work. That's something with my parents. I would like to scholarship crunch. That's interesting. But I think we're past that point in Oh, that one's messed up too. <laughs> We're just going through the list now and there's so many different options um, and they're all really good. Make a high stakes bet with your work friend. Huh. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you could be a high schooler with, a, with, a, <laughs> with an after school job, I guess. It's possible that I idolize your character... And are the pink relationships always meant to be NPCs? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. In that case, well, but then it doesn't make sense then for the orange one because it's like, if the orange one is meant to be PCs, you would have to be my sibling. So that doesn't seem like it well, makes sense. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like, um, maybe some of the babysitting is not about being able to get to practice. Maybe mm-hmm. it's about like doing errands for the family or getting to do your homework or something like that. 
Yeah, it's it's the the question there is who babysits your siblings from time to time, which would seem to be then it would be you, <laughs> which yeah. is but it's like, do you? I, I guess if you, you know what, that does make sense because uh, siblings from time to time, because of the fact that um, I bring them to practice. And so sometimes it's like, while I'm, you know, logged in and you're not, you know, you're, you're there just literally dealing with my siblings. Um, okay. So then in that case, I think I can, wait, what was my other one? I lost it. Sometimes the trait thing gets like mixed up and weird looking. Yeah. And so I, I basically just edited my relationship prompt to be the same thing, mm-hmm. but to have it say, I've taken, like I've taken Melly under my wing. She's the heart of this team. And if I can win her trust, I'll have the teams. And yeah. Cause then I can be like an only child. Yeah. Um, and nice. So like, I don't have as many, out of game, like out of off team responsibilities in the way that Melly does. Right. Um, in a way, but that doesn't undermine the fact that I have the, the like the responsibilities as the team captain. Um, so. Okay. So then the other question then is which rival is already taking this plunge. And so um, I can, yeah, I can just invent somebody who is that. Hmm. Fun times. Let's see. What's a good character name? How about... While this is happening, I do want yes. to ask a question about uh, one of the traits that I picked. Um, so for uh, my rival character, I picked a trait called Fading Joy. Mm-hmm. Reconnect with the joy of playing or decide your fun is not important. Uh, for what your relationship question is, who did you used to have the most fun with? And I imagine that would have to be one of you, and I wanted you to be able to qualify that on your own. I imagine this can be, who did I enjoy playing the game with more often? But it doesn't have to be about the game either. It could be, we've, we do something else that actually gives me joy, and I have right. now lost out on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of being at the school, it might make sense if it were Melly, unless this connection between... Um, Ryan and Sam represents something that's less about the team. I mean, to be sure, I am. Uh, this is the uh, rival that I'm uh, qualifying here, so the relationship wouldn't be tied to the same team in the first place. So, so you're um, are you you're playing somebody from another team as your main character? Um, I <laughs> I think I can. If I'm not mistaken, I am expected to do one or both, and I'm leaning towards playing our rival character so, because we're supposed to have one. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't... Make sure of that in the rules. I wasn't sure whether we have three kind of PCs on the same team, and then we each play an NPC rival on one of the several other teams. Given the the GM yeah, I feel listing. like yeah, I feel like there have to be um, if 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 it's a two on two sort of situation, then yeah, there needs to be like an, a there there have to be two different Dockside Demons characters, right? Like, aha, right, yes. Now I remember. So, mm-hmm. um, in the rules for facilitating while playing a major character, um. It does specify the conditions under which you can choose to play a rival or a major character on the same team, but 
there are additional steps to playing a major character on the same team because it means then everybody is on the on the hook yeah. to play rivals, which I wanted to avoid specifically. I want all of that burden to be mine. Okay. Um, Got it. Yeah. So whenever rival match games show up, that's just for me to figure out. Okay. Or rather, so, whenever rivals play into a match game, so no one right. else has to figure out how to RP those things. So does that mean that when we detail, that we'll just work with you to detail the rivals for Melly and Sam, and that both of the, both slash all of those you will play? Uh, yeah, essentially. So that way, connections, we have more freedom to delegate. Okay, got it. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that would mean that we're going to make a childhood best friend who's a rival for Sam, and then a connection rival character for Melly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm now just kind of like re- reworking this because I'm wondering if like... I'm trying to figure out just the the various possible tensions here because I was like, oh, maybe like going pro, but then I'm like, the tension there would potentially be, you know, sh- is she abandoning her family? Is she able to do this? And I don't know if that's quite where I want to go, but I'm just poking now at the other options. It definitely could be someone she idolized, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to going on sure. here. <laughs> to be sure, Ryan can be one of those uh, characters for you all. It's just, I will be playing that character. That's all that means. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. Um, so I see a Sam down here in the connection section. I don't know if that was a previous Sam or if characters need to get <laughs> listed multiple times. Oh, I, 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 I had started doing that because, yeah, I don't know. The connection seems to be like... Is that supposed to be our people? No, that's our relationships. So yeah, I don't know. It's all very yeah, me- <laughs> mechanically. Connections refers to non well relationships that will be played outside of match games by us of mm. characters who are essentially NPCs. But I also think that the sheet is just very useful. For, that <laughs> part of the sheet is very useful for keeping larger blocks of information for the relationships that you're forging anyway. So it doesn't bother me. Okay. Do what is necessary for you to know how many characters are in this game, because it's about to be plenty. Okay. So do we want to do two-on-two for the sport, or is it larger teams on each side, and then some of of the team members are all going to be kind of non-spotlight characters? They're neither PCs nor major connections. Right. So... Uh, when we had previously discussed the game that we were playing, I imagined that this eSport... Well, the game that you're playing in a larger, more flexible eSports league where those games are unique and varied and complex is uh, something along the lines of what if Captain Flag was also flag football? Okay. Which would argue that while the te- while the lo- while the location that the, the game is being played on is still very complex and layered in the way that a first person shooter captain flag stage would be um teams would be reasonably large enough that multiple people could interact with the field in complicated ways at the same time sure so i was thinking something like a 4v4 or 5v5 game cool 
of which for match game purposes we would be observing the interactions that you have with individual rivals as they emerge in the conflict right. which may or may not be ryan because ryan will probably be and well i don't think a lot but doesn't necessarily have to be because the sometimes the match sometimes the match game just qualifies that the rival team is active in this uh, moment not necessarily your rival so we have to detail yeah, so if ryan is one of these two people's uh rivals then we'll need one more rival character Mm-hmm. at least right so yeah. sh- should ryan be the former childhood friend of sam or the rival that's already taking the plunge connecting to Melly in the ready or not trait so ready or not says seize the dream you've been working towards or acknowledge that you're not ready the future you're aiming for is finally within your grasp but you know it's dangerous for and the unready are uh, are eaten up you don't want to be one of the many chewed up and spat out yeah, what I did is I invented, since if we're going to have two-on-two, so that there's like uh, an extra character, I've invented someone named Hannah. And so uh, Hannah can be the one who is basically like about to go pro. And so what that would look like if I was taking over this major character name over here, and I think that you do she, they pronouns for Hannah, the traits then would probably be something like maybe final year and... I don't know, maybe like special treatment. No, that doesn't make sense. I feel like there was something that was maybe like it's like breathing or something like that. Those are both orange, though. So maybe we need to swap to. I mean, because this is not because this rival is mm-hmm. essentially on the NPC layer. <laughs> yeah, right. Those relationships don't count. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or rather, we can qualify those relationships in ways that matter for play because interacting with those traits will not be a thing right. that that character will do in play. The only yeah. rival that has traits or has tokens is Ryan mm-hmm. and those things are less anyway. So we are fine to qualify relationship things for Hannah without having to worry about what those do trait-wise. Okay. Sounds okay. good. I'll, I'll leave that alone then. Okay. So letting go of that. Does that mean we should put Hannah down in the connections section? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, what is the relationships versus connections? I feel like I've already <laughs> lost the plot well, there. Uh, Hannah is a rival relationship, not a connection, mechanically. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, connections are supporting characters, not yeah. PCs. Okay, got it. But again, if there's information that you want to keep about that relationship, you can put it anywhere in the sheet that will help you see it. Got it. Oh, and then Sam is also a rival. Are we having two Sams? Uh, no. Wait. Do do we not? Sam, oh, Ryan. Sam Ryan. Was, oh yes. my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. That's me. <laughs> okay. Um. So that would theoretically put Ryan as Sam's childhood friend for the rival start um, trait. Uh, mm-hmm. your, your childhood best friend introduced you to the sport. You practiced together every day until you had a bitter falling out. Now you face each other again as enemies. Does that sound cool to you? It does, because now it qualifies fading joy in a way that I actually appreciate. It means oh, sure. that I enjoyed the game when we were playing non-competitively. But now the thing that I hate about the game is I don't get to bond with people anymore. Everybody sees me as an enemy. 
to be <laughs> defeated. I don't get to play for fun. This is work now. So I'm kind of like, you know, like that point, I'm sure when I say this to you all in particular as writers, you know what I mean. You know that point where writing still gives you joy, but there is a part of that joy that has been diminished by the fact that you have a deadline or <laughs> you need to finish this work to, right. in, in order to eat to get paid. And you still like the thing, but you kind of wish that it wasn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what the game has become for Ryan Lamming now. Got it. And uh, I am so sorry to, to, to drop that <laughs> analogy on you in particular, but still. Um, what are Ryan's pronouns? Uh, he or they. Cool. Do we want both of these rivals to be on the same team? I think that works best, yeah. Great. Yeah, because honestly, I'm fine if we do character creation and then we do a set of cool scenes with just this overall match with the demons. Yeah. Because that gives us, I feel like it'll give us a decently rounded, contained bit of story. And if we get to play this again, we can add in other strange friends with new PCs who were on the team, but were not spotlit in this match. Um, <laughs> so that like that would be easier if that's something we decide we want to come back to. Yeah. Okay, um, so... Brandon, I filled in a small note about Ryan and Sam's relationship. Please feel free to rewrite that at your leisure if you would like to, um, since uh, you are driving that character. This is the section for Ryan as a connection um, in the same column with Sam. No, that works for me. I like that a lot. Okay. Do we need to do anything else with Hannah? No, not really. As far as I recall, that should be fine. Okay, make sure. Cool. Okay, cool. We've assigned other connections, etc. Because there aren't. Right, the natives of these relationships should be complicated enough, so we don't really need to add much more characters for these things. Um, mm -hmm. So the only other thing that needs to happen uh, is the team now needs a team special. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, for the Neons, Team Special, now trending. The Neons are always trending on social media. What rumors are currently hot? Each player contributes one. Pick from below or make your own. These will change throughout your story. Because we're playing a one-shot, they probably wouldn't show up as regularly as they would if we were playing an entire campaign in the way that the game right. is designed to do. But having answers to these questions is still very useful for world-building. So... Starting with Mike, uh, what rumor is spreading about the neons on social media? So I think it would be cool in a terrible way if there's a rumor that says, even if the neons lose, they, don't, they won't care. They're all flying to New York for a sponsor's celebration party. And it's not true. And we wish it were true. Right. But it's not true. And we can't seem to, like, the more we deny it, the more people absolutely believe it must be real. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because I think that is a great double-bind bad rumor. <laughs> yeah. Valerie. Yes? What rumor is currently hot? Ah, uh, I... So, if we're going to have another one, I think that... Let's go with one of the Neons is threatening to defect, not to the sharks, but to the arrows 
That would be kind of spicy. Oh wait, you know what? Maybe it's to the demons because that's our rival. I no, you know what? Let's like, go. Let's go with the arrows. That sort of makes more sense, I think, because they're, yeah. they're the reigning powerhouse. So, yeah, I also feel like a rumor like that would immediately die in the face of this game because people would be like, "But we're playing the demons right now, when no one <laughs> has changed." So I think that that's, that definitely still works. Okay. So let's change that to the arrows. Intense. So How do I. So I just clicked, or I double-clicked, and then clicked until I could do edit. Mm-hmm. If that's working uh, for you. Oh, no, yeah, that's working. I just wanted to change this hashtag. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Here, I got it. Oh, it says the... No, it says arrows. Uh, uh, yeah, because it's, it's, uh, because it's the arrows. Is it, like, broken arrow? Yeah, <laughs> her... I I said I I changed the I changed traitor the hashtag to traitor overhead. Like traitor that. overhead. <laughs> um, now I'm realizing that I want the campaign of this that is far future mech sports. Ooh. Yeah, right. Like God, what was the name of the show? I mean, I think it was Heavy Gear. It could be this. We could just do that right, right. now. I'm just saying. Are we we have not committed. We absolutely <laughs> pivot, pivot, pivot to mechs. Pivot to Max, pivot to Max. So in Friends at the Table, in their divine cycle, they have a character who is uh, a, a mech sports superstar. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, whose name is Memphis Longhand, um, who is of the, the type of sports star who always refers to himself in the third person. Great character. Oh, Lord. This sounds. I need to. I need to consume more friends at the table. But there is so much. <laughs> there is a lot. so much media on the earth. It it's taken me a while to really get into their stuff because they they bite off a lot in a cool way. Um, so it mm-hmm. it takes more brain work to listen to that show than than some things because they're trying to do a lot. So we have rumors. What rumor did you pick, Brandon? I picked. Their super secret technique that is years in the making is about to be revealed on court. No! Hashtag secret shine. Again, this may never happen. We may, we may learn you have no special secret, secret techniques whatsoever. And the everything secret is, that, there is no secret. <laughs> yeah, you've been playing the exact same way for 10 years and everyone thinks that it's new and novel and it's not. The secret technique is communication? <laughs> <laughs> So with that, we have done all of the character creation stuff that needs to be done as far as I am, as far as I have observed. And now the only things to make sure that you are aware of are the fact that you have uh, tokens that you can use. Uh, Let me make sure that I describe all of those tokens for you. So here's my pitch on how it's mechs. It can be virtually mechs and it's still con- at present day, or it's space future. And so if we're in the mechs, we are exposed to more uh, physical danger, but we get to do the, the good mech thing of like cockpit to cockpit clash and, and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we could do that even if, if it's virtual. I'm just, yeah. I would, I just would say. Chat. I don't know. My general inclination is to go toward mechs and superheroes, so I don't want to let this bias everyone else. Here's my thing. I 
I'm fond of so like the virtual the, the virtual realm in which we're playing in already comes with the assumption that because we're playing a sport and the sport isn't mutant league, you're not gonna die in game. Right. I don't think story brewers have rules for that. So the only things that matter to me is that it is a fun and kinetic game. Even if we struggle to define what exactly is happening on on screen, we can make up some of those justifications because we're qualifying the game ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, two, that it gives enough room in individual match games that you know what your character is doing or what you're struggling against right. in that space. So if we wanted to do Titanfall, I am fine with that. <laughs> Always do Titanfall. <laughs> So yeah, it's essentially so like I imagine it then as it's less hostile. Like it's less obviously a war game in that you don't have guns, but you might have other weapons. Most conflict most mech to mech conflict is either small arms like swords or something like that or actual physical and en- actual close quarters engagement. Um and that you have to essentially call a, like, how do I qualify this? So the only, the only sport in which I can qualify the thing that I'm about to qualify is 2020 cricket, where in the early days of the iteration of 2020 cricket, there was a thing that I think they used to call it a super play, and then it just kind of changed names throughout other uh, brands, run of the game because the person who initially created 2020 cricket is now in jail where for one for one over in the inning for the next six balls all of the fielders on the field have to come closer to the game in which not only incentivizes batsmen to try to score sixes, what you would call in baseball a home run, because no one's going to get far enough to attempt to catch the ball, but also incentivizes fielders to catch low balls as quickly as possible, because they're guaranteed an out. So those six balls are always the most intense of the game, because any dynamic change in the game can happen in a matter of seconds as a result of play. So you just have to be your best for those six balls immediately. So I like the idea of in this version of the game, once you've essentially, once a certain number of moments in the game has passed, a certain player of a certain level, whether it's having gained enough points or based on how much contact they've been making with the other team without their mech get to call a mech and when they do that everybody else gets to go well they have a mech so i want my mech and everybody just suddenly transitions to mech oh right in froze it i'm picturing it now then as like we're all zero suit samus until we're not (laughs) which that would be kind of fun right and i think what would be it would be fun if one of the players is like out of mech oh sorry go ahead uh, we lost you until out of mech. Oh no! Uh, oh, so, oh my god! So we we got um you know some at some point a meter is filled and you can summon and then everybody summons and then I, we lost it. Ah, looks like it froze again. Oh no! 
Uh, I think that's cool. I think that is a fun mechanic. And uh, if we can integrate that, I'm totally down. Yeah, I think there would be some player who's like legendary for holding their mech in reserve. Yeah. And is like good at being just a person. And then they bring their mech in um, to like as like a a final push kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just to make sure that that one thing that I said was not missed, because I guess my internet hates me. You can only score outside of your mech. Oh. Mech, control is, mech control is mostly for interruption play. But if you want to actually like grab the flag and move with it, you cannot do that in your mech. Because it's oh. too small. That actually is fun because then it does give us an, a sense of positions, right? Where mm-hmm. there, are go- there are going to be some people who naturally are perhaps... Base, better runners, effectively, right. um, better at running, better at dodging, um, and then you have people who are going to be better at being interference. People who are going to be tanking and providing essentially protection for for that. Yeah, yeah, and that that maybe then gives us positions. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, you know, do we have like is that runner tank mech focused, and then like striker? as like either uh, another mech roll or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like then, yeah, I feel like three rolls does make sense in terms of this. And I think like runner would definitely be one of them. Uh, tank would be the other. And then I feel like the the tank is essentially like maybe shield would be a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. So it's like runner, shield, and offense, something like that, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like you have... The person who is running, the person who is attacking, and the person who is protecting. And, like, the the protector sticks with the runner, essentially, to just try to, like, peel off and deflect as needed. Whereas the attacker is actively, you know, going after the um, opposing team. Because also the attacker has to be the one to go after the flag of the other team's runner, basically. And so... Like, it could even be that shield and and attacker are, like, switching positions kind of thing. That sometimes the shield is also an attacker. Sometimes the attacker is also a shield. But runners tend to just be runners. That's kind of a specialized thing that they're typically better at. Yeah, because if if you can't interact with the flag in a mech... Offense and the offense, uh, offense and a runner would have to go together, right? Offense yeah. gets the flag away from the runner, and then that team's runner picks up the flag. Exactly, exactly. While the defender then is trying to keep the other team's attackers and defenders away from um, their their people. So yeah, like it all it all kind of creates a good synergy. I think we have already yeah. invented a sport. Yay! Well, yeah, and like no, because I was also going to say I was thinking about. The range of of size of these mechs as well, because I, can't, I actually don't want something to be tightened full size, because those those mechs are actually kind of huge and yeah. probably kind of unwieldy for play of this kind. So I was thinking somewhere more on the like uh, somewhere on the fourteen to sixteen foot height level, <laughs> uh, primarily because based on the uh, roles that you've already described, it means that if there are two runners for instance and the one style of play is to pass to your a team runner so if they have a, a, a distance advantage over you or if you're being pressured by a potential offense so 
play continues to cycle in that way, it would also make sense in a, on it, on a level for two offensive players, one out of mech and therefore available to capture potential lost opportunity, but one in mech, but a mech that is so small or so um, agile in its own operation that you could just eject out of it during play once you've actually performed your offense to actually capitalize on the right. lost flag and move because you won't be able to move with it in the mech. Yeah. Um, and therefore on the essentially function. tagging your, your second player into the mech. Depending on the way the mechs work like functionally in the game. Again, if it's virtual, then the cool thing about the mechs is that they could essentially be like Magic Girl Girl style. That they just you could just pop them on and off yeah. instantaneously. And I think yeah. that that is again, there can be like a meter that you have to fill the meter before you're allowed to do it kind of deal. But being able to have that flexibility of like, okay, you know, I'm the only one near the flag, and so even though I'm the shield, I have to drop you know, my mech and grab the thing because the runner is, has been waylaid and something happened. Like having, having the opportunity for flexibility while also still having very clearly defined roles within the team. Yep. Yeah. I like all of this a lot. I kind of want this sport to exist just like the last one. <laughs> cool. So I, I feel like going back to, do we want to talk about positions now or come back to it when we're, when we've got stuff going? I think we can settle it now because I feel like I would say my character probably defaults to being the shield and and or uh, the attacker. I feel like both of those are fitting roles. And again, you can say the attacker can maybe have like a, an alternate name like the switch or something like that, because the idea being that they're one thing as needed and another thing as needed. But uh, I feel like the captain as the runner makes sense to me. I'm also open to you not doing that. Yeah, I have been thinking of Sam as maybe being uh, a tank type because okay. that uh, because then somebody else gets the glory, right? The tank is mm -hmm. not the one that scores. Mm -hmm. But if you're excited about playing that like pivot position, oh no, it's fine. I feel like um, I feel like either is totally fine. Um, my character just the reason I went with that is because it's like she is a very kind of parental figure character and so that felt more like a tank but that said making her the runner is interesting i feel like one of us has to be the runner that's sure. just my yeah that's that's my thought there and so i feel like maybe she's been like the the attacker up to this point and now part of the new strategy is to make her be the runner i i don't know like i'm i'm open i'm open <laughs> yeah and a nice thing about the way that the neons are set up is we can go into the match with one idea and it's not mm -hmm. working and we switch. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, you know, cause then like, okay, we're going to call a flashback to this time when we did X, Y, Z, and now we're going to do something else because yeah. it's, it's about the drama. Yeah. And I mean, maybe something will happen during opening credits that yeah, will reveal some stuff about play as well. But before we get into all of that, I should probably ask if everyone's okay with taking a minor break before we get into the action. I am very excited for us to get into the rest of Fight with Spirit. Thank you so very much for joining us, and we will be back very, very soon. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com.
Hi everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.